Hi, I'm Luz Graveline. As a doctor of physical therapy, I spent my early 20s refining my intervention skills on treating joint pain, stiffness, and weakness. Now, in my early 30s, as a working mom of two toddlers, it wasn't long ago that I had to rebuild my level of fitness from the ground up. On this show, morning routines, posture, joint health, and life longevity are all topics we'll break down for you into digestible bits of information to quickly implement in your day-to-day life. Regardless of whether you are the experienced or novice exerciser, this is a place you can receive actionable steps and strategies to reach you closer and closer to your fitness goals without judgment or the external pressures. Bringing back the fun and excitement into an active lifestyle so that is tied into how you feel versus what you look like is what we'll discuss here. So settle in and get ready to be cheered on while you learn. This is the Exercise Proper Podcast. I first want to give a shout out to those of you who have been tuning in every week. Thank you so much. And if you haven't already, take my fit quiz to receive your results on what type of workout plan you are most likely to commit to. The link is in the show notes. Also, please leave a review or share this episode with a friend who may find value from the information in this episode. I really appreciate you taking the time to leave a review. It means so much. Thank you. As a quick disclaimer, the information in this episode is for informational purposes only. No material in this episode is intended to substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have questions regarding your acute or recurring lateral ankle sprains, please speak with your primary care doctor. Do not delay seeking medical advice because of the information you've received in this episode. Today, we're talking about chronic lateral ankle sprains, the risk factors, the prevalence, effective treatment strategies, and what to expect through your recovery. Chronic lateral ankle sprains occur when you have rolled your ankle more than once and the injury occurs essentially at the same location, at the outside of your ankle, hence the term lateral ankle sprain. If you rolled your ankle and you injured the inside of your ankle, it would be a medial ankle sprain. Prevalence of ankle sprains are difficult to determine because only half of people who even sustain a lateral ankle sprain actually seek medical attention. So reports of prevalence are estimated, and they're estimated to be lower than the actual reports. What we do know is that ankle sprains are the most common sports injury, and there's a higher prevalence of chronic ankle sprains in specifically females. Of course, right? There are seven risk factors for developing recurring lateral ankle sprains. The first one is obvious. History of lateral ankle sprains puts you at risk. Next, limited ankle dorsiflexion range of motion, which means when you squat down to the ground and you peek over at your ankle, your ankle is in a dorsiflex position. But if your ankle is unable to bend or dorsiflex to at least 20 degrees, This alone puts you at risk again for recurring ankle sprains. Prior to working out, if you are someone who walks into the gym, you scan your membership card, spot an open treadmill, and start beating your finger on the plus sign to 7 miles per hour and just gets at it, you are also at risk without a proper warm-up. Everyone needs an active warm-up. And if you don't know what that entails, you can listen to episode 16, I recorded all about stretching techniques and dynamic warm-ups to use prior to your workouts. 
Next, without use of external support like a brace or taping, you're at higher risk for rolling your ankle again, especially when returning to your sport or to your workout too soon without proper treatment. And the time it takes to recover from a lateral ankle sprain varies from person to person depending on the severity of the ankle sprain, depending on the pain levels, the ability to bear weight on the injured ankle immediately. The research has identified the following sports that places you most at risk for recurring lateral ankle sprains. These are your court sports, so tennis, squash, pickleball, basketball, soccer, rugby, and football. Generally, individuals find themselves in the poor outcome category after chronic lateral ankle sprains if they have a combination of the following risk factors. Older age, higher body mass, higher pain levels at rest, and with light activity like standing and walking, inability to bear weight, history of lateral ankle sprains, and when there's an extended duration of time between the injury and receiving treatment from an orthopedist or a physical therapist. So I highly recommend you schedule a visit with your physical therapist immediately after a lateral ankle sprain. And when you do, try to pay attention to some of the examination tests that they put you through. And if the physical therapist is on their game, they will test your balance and put you through the STAR excursion balance test where you balance on the injured ankle and reach your opposite foot forward diagonally and backwards. They will perform a reassessment through your time in therapy to measure your progress. That's when you know you can trust that your therapist is knowledgeable in the treatment of lateral ankle sprains. If your goals are to eventually return to your sport or get back into your workouts, your physical therapist will put you through several hop tests. Timed hop tests, side hop tests, in order to assess whether or not you are safe to return to your previous level of activity. So how can we treat a lateral ankle sprain? Well, in the first phase of of your recovery, it's essential that you see an orthopedist and a physical therapist. The orthopedist may recommend a brace, a boot, a cast, crutches or no crutches based on the severity of the sprain, phase of healing, and how many weeks have gone by since the injury, as well as how much pain you're in. Treatment strategies I use to help my patients recover from their chronic ankle sprains are interventions that best supported in the research time and time again. And of course, there are always exceptions depending on the patient. The highest quality treatment interventions for chronic ankle sprains include gait retraining, especially in the beginning of their recovery, and balance-focused exercise. Not only does proprioceptive and neuromuscular training encourage the surrounding muscles in the ankle to respond quicker in situations when the ankle is rocking towards the outside, but these specific exercise types will also improve the patient's perceived stability and confidence to trust the ankle. Additional intervention techniques include lymphatic drainage, also known as gentle massage techniques to promote decreased swelling in the ankle and soft tissue massage. These massage techniques are implemented carefully at the appropriate phases of healing. For example, some soft tissue techniques when applied too soon in the patient's recovery can actually cause increased swelling and inflammation. Other techniques that are my main focus in the treatment of chronic lateral ankle sprains are improving the patient's ankle dorsiflexion range of motion. 
I previously mentioned what dorsiflexion is, but I'll review it again because this is so important. It's normal for everyone to be able to squat to the ground so that your heels are able to maintain contact with the ground while you're squatting. While you squat down, if you look down and over at your ankle, your ankle is in a dorsiflex position. It's normal for everyone to have 20 degrees of ankle dorsiflexion. And when your dorsiflexion is restricted, it places you at risk for lateral ankle sprains. So my treatment plan is heavily, heavily focused on improving ankle dorsiflexion range of motion and ankle dorsiflexion strength. This may include teaching patients self-ankle mobilization techniques to improve their ankle flexibility, or I may apply mobilizations to improve their ankle joint mobility so that when they are performing their calf stretches, they can achieve a greater range of motion. Just as a side note, please do not allow any physical therapist to recommend ultrasound in the treatment of your lateral ankle sprains. It's actually highly supported in the research to not use ultrasound as it shows zero benefit. Don't even get me started on patients that have switched physical therapy offices because their previous physical therapist rotated them on ultrasound, then electric stimulation, then heat, then ice until their session was complete. Even after a lateral ankle sprain, if you are not in a cast, everyone is meant to move to pump the swelling up and out of the ankle. It is the swelling that causes pressure on our blood vessels, our nerves, and causes increased pain levels. We are meant to move, even if that's while you're lying in bed or sitting in a chair. There's always something you can be doing to get a head start on your recovery until your doctor or physical therapist clears you to bear weight through your ankle. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you receive some insight and tangible strategies you can use, please subscribe to the Exercise Proper Podcast. Just click the plus button at the top of the Exercise Proper Podcast show page on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review when you scroll to the bottom. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time, guys.